0: Welcome to Saving Grace Church, located in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Our mission at Saving Grace Church is to love God, love others, and reach the world for Christ. We hope that this message brings you closer to God and helps strengthen your walk with Christ. Well, if I have not had the uh, pleasure of meeting you yet, my name is Mark. I'm one of the pastors here at Saving Grace and uh, happy groundhog day. Somehow I feel like I've done this before. I'm just <laughs> I'm just waiting for for Bill Murray to walk into the room and Well, this morning I am going to be speaking about ask the Lord for anything and everything. And it's really a message about persevering in prayer. Don't give up. Don't stop praying. No matter how tempted you are to be discouraged, don't give up. God wants to answer your prayers and my prayers. So let's pray as we start. Father, thank you for everyone here this morning. Thank you for the weather this morning. Thank you for the snow. Thank you for uh, allowing us all to be here together. Thank you for the worship we had earlier. Thank you, Lord, for the missionaries we just heard about. Lord, we just thank you for them. Thank you for your word that is the word of God and that you would speak Your words to us. And we just ask You, Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit, would You please open Your Word up to us, speak to us, encourage every one of us here this morning, Lord, that You really do want to answer our prayers. And You want us to pray and to not give up. We just ask You to help us. Help me, Lord, to serve this church. Help us all, Lord. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. When I first became a Christian, maybe slightly or even before I became a Christian, I didn't think that I should bother God with my trivial needs because He was surely too busy running the universe. I mean, he had to keep Saturn revolving around the sun. He had to keep the Andromeda galaxy going. I mean, what, what, are, what were my trivial needs for this? To, to ask the, the Lord of heaven and earth who, who created billions and billions of galaxies and was maintaining all this, What, did did he care about me? Then I attended a prayer meeting, and the guy next to me was talking to Jesus as if he knew him personally. And the hair on the back of my neck stood up, because I had never imagined that we could approach the God who created the heavens and the galaxies in such a personal way. But as Jesus revealed Himself more and more to me, He began to show me and show me in His Word that He truly does care about my and your every need, large and small. Our Heavenly Father is a tender-hearted, loving, generous Father who loves to bless His children abundantly. And I was amazed to, to learn what God says about Himself in Psalm 31. I love this verse. Oh, how abundant is Your goodness, which You have stored up for those who fear You and worked for those who take refuge in You in the sight of the children of mankind. How abundant is Your goodness which You have stored up? I heard it put this way, and I've shared this before, but God has bags and bags of grace He is just waiting to pour out upon us. And I think sometimes we're tempted to think that God is maybe stingy or tight or only wants to do certain kinds of things. God has abundant goodness stored up for us. God wants us to ask Him for anything and everything we desire, large or small. He wants us to ask Him for the salvation of our children and family members. I mean, that's a huge thing to ask God for. He wants us us to keep praying that he would save our children, grandchildren, and descendants. That's huge. But he also wants us, he tells us, ask him for our daily bread and our smallest needs. And recently, my son David and his wife Sarah asked Christy and me, my wife, if we would go to the final game of the Pittsburgh Pirates last summer. And so we sat high in the stands directly behind home plate. And I was, I was. we were so high up above the stands I don't even think a foul ball could have gotten to us. We were also well underneath, back far underneath the broadcaster's window. And between innings retired Pittsburgh Pirates Steve Blass would they would open the window or maybe it was already open I couldn't see cuz we were so far underneath but between innings Steve Blass would be throwing out pirate shirts and pirate memorabilia to people and they were falling down way down in front of us and people were turned around looking saying we love you Steve we love you and catching shirts and my granddaughter, Harper, wanted a, a pirate shirt, so David took her way, way down in the stands, and she was able to get a pirate shirt, and then they came back up underneath, and, and uh, ev- every, every, between every inning, he was doing that. He was throwing out pirate memorabilia, and one inning, he was throwing out pirate hats, and my granddaughter said, I I wish I had a pirate hat. I'd really like a pirate hat. But David was too busy with his newborn, uh, or few-month-old child to to go down and help her. So as I was standing there, the the hats weren't falling anywhere near us. But I just said, Jesus, please give me a pirate hat. And all of a sudden, a pirate hat (laughs) circled down and fell right at my feet. And I said, Harper... Look, I prayed. I prayed I asked Jesus to give me a pirate hat and it came right down to me. And I gave it to my granddaughter. And I said, I said see, Jesus answers our prayers. Look at that. It fell right at my feet. Well, God, God answers prayers large and small. He wants us to bring our every need and desire to Him. He wants, he wants you and me to ask Him to help us all day long. Ask Him to help you rejoice in the traffic on your way to work. If you get stuck on Water Street or something <laughs> in the heavy traffic. <laughs> ask, ask Jesus to help you love that difficult person. Who comes up to you and talks to you at that inconvenient moment. Ask Him for anything and everything and now if you if you know me you know that I don't like cold weather. But I I just decided last winter I'm going to start asking Jesus, Lord, help me to love winter. And I, I pray that still every time I go out to the car, I, I should actually have Andrew Walworth lay hands on me. <laughs> pray that God would impart his love of snow into me. But but I'm just I just decided, hey, I'm just going to ask God to help me. And, and um, you know, if, if you've noticed, we haven't gotten much snow this winter. <laughs> I'm not saying that's my prayers that did that, but I'm, I'm having an easier winter. <clears throat> well, God, first of all, the Lord wants us to ask him for big things, large things. I'm sure that every one of you has large things in your life that you want to ask Him for. Maybe you've, not, maybe you've thought this is too big, but I love this verse in Psalm 81.10. God told the Israelites, He said, I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. In other words, God was saying to Israel, look, I brought you out of an impossible situation. You were slaves to the Pharaoh. You you had no way you could have gotten out of there. And I did that. I worked all these miracles. I brought you out of the land of Egypt. Don't you think I can feed you? Open your mouth wide. Open it wide. In other words, ask me for big things. Open your mouth wide and I'll fill it. Ask me to do big things for you ask the Lord to save your children your grandchildren and every single one of your descendants ask the Lord to give you that job if you need a job ask him to give you a house if you need one if it's his will ask ask him to use you to bring people to him ask him to use you for your glory you may you may like you may feel like I do about myself at times like I I, I i'm not doing much for the lord i'm not i'm not doing much in terms of winning people to the lord or whatever i'm asking him lord use me please guide me use me now there's i there's some things that you know i don't understand at times why god doesn't answer some of my prayers and all my prayers and i'm sure there there's that's the case with us with all of you that there may have been things that you have prayed for that even really sad things that God didn't answer. And I don't understand why He doesn't answer, but I do believe that someday in heaven we will see. But He wants us to ask Him for big things. We don't pray to a God who is distant and uninvolved like I thought He was. We pray to a loving, heavenly Father. In Luke 11, 9-13, through Jesus says, And I tell you, ask. And I believe that the the actual tense of the word is keep asking, keep knocking, keep seeking. But He says, And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, keep seeking, and you will find. Knock, keep knocking, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives and the one who seeks finds and to the one who knocks it will be opened what father among you this this is what jesus is saying this is what god is like what father among you if his son asks for a fish will instead of a fish give him a serpent or if he asks for an egg will give him a scorpion if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will the heavenly father give the holy spirit to those who ask him and he'll give us all kinds of other things as well. Jesus said even earthly fathers. And we're all all of us who are fathers are sinners. We he said even earthly fathers naturally want to bless their kids. I would do anything for my kids, if I could. And I know you dads out there would do the same. I would have bought my granddaughter a pirate hat if Jesus hadn't dropped one at my feet. Even this week, I picked my granddaughter up after school, and on the way home, she said, Hey, Bubba. That's my name, Bubba. I know I seem like a Bubba. I think I heard once that in Lithuanian it means grandma, but I'm... Sounds bigger, sounds tough. I'm Bubba. She said, Hey, Bubba, can we stop at Sheets and get me some candy? Of course. Next thing you know, I'm in the candy aisle at Sheets. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, you know, us earthly fathers and grandfathers, we, we'll do anything for our kids if we can. You know, and we're in the candy aisle. I, 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 like Jesus said, you know, if, if he asks for this, she's not going to give her a snake or something. I, you know, I, I didn't go to the pet store and take her to the snake aisle. I took her into sheets to the candy aisle. We love to bless our kids and grandkids. How much more does our Heavenly Father love to bless us? If, he, he, he's waiting to bless us. And, he, and so Jesus says, keep seeking, keep knocking. Keep asking. Don't give up if you don't get it right away. Keep asking. Keep seeking. Even, even this morning, as we, as we heard this, the presentation of the missionaries, they said, we're asking the Lord to lead us and guide us. He wants you to ask him to lead you and guide you. Do you, do you at times feel like, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing? I do many times, Lord, what am I doing? What do you want me to do? Well, He wants me to ask Him to show me what to do. Psalm 32.8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Isn't that incredible? The God who created the universe says, I will personally lead you and guide you i will personally counsel you with my eye upon you god wants you to know his will and do his will more than you want to know and do his will and he is waiting to personally counsel you and speak to you and guide you oh i love that promise in any situation, if I say, Lord, I don't know what to do here. I remember Psalm 32, 8. And I say, Lord, you said I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. It's, it's incredible. This is not, it's not like we have to call up some expert in the world. The creator of the universe is your personal counselor and instructor and guide. I love this. And Jesus tells us to cast all our anxieties on Him, large and small. I, I, I really appreciated how Gingy this morning said how she's tempted to be anxious. She had these thoughts that she might get hallucinations, and when she was tempted to be anxious, she thought about the song, Oh no, you never let go, you never let go of me. And, and she just was casting that anxiety on the Lord. And so he he tells us in 1 Peter 5, Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God so that at the proper time he may exalt you or lift you up, casting all your anxieties on him. Did you see the word all? Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. See, God isn't just up there saying, oh, I don't care about them and your little anxieties. God isn't, God isn't up there when we're anxious and casting our anxieties on him, just saying, well, just stop it. Stop it. Stop being anxious. No, he cares about us. I, I want to cast all my anxieties. Lord, if you said casting all my anxieties on you, then all of them. All my anxieties about my children. All my <laughs> anxieties about my grandchildren. All my anxieties about life in general. Whatever it is. You have financial anxieties, cast them on the Lord. have anxieties about your health, cast them on the Lord because He cares for you. He cares for you. I remember when my son Stephen, who is now in his 30s when he was a little boy i took him out to a pond owned by dan van horn and cynthia snyder's dad pond where i'd take them fishing they invited us to bring our kids out there all the time and i can remember one time stephen got a huge catfish on the line and it was about to pull him into the pond I remember Stephen is standing there and Stephen is saying, Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. I thought, I want to be like that. That's the way God wants me to be in life. Just all the time. Jesus, help me. Help me, Jesus. He cares about you. In anything and everything I need His help with all day long. What are you tempted to be anxious about? Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Whatever you're tempted to be anxious about, cast that upon the Lord. And and thank Him, too, as much as you can. Lord, thank You that You hear my prayers. Thank You that You care about me. Thank You that You're going to answer these prayers. Thank You that You're going to provide for me. But nothing is too hard for God. Nothing is too hard for God to change. Nothing is too big for God. Nothing is too difficult for God. Isaiah 59, 1. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, or His ear dull that it cannot hear. And Jeremiah 32, 17, Ah, Lord God, it is You who have made the heavens and the earth by Your great power and by Your outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for You. Are you praying for someone to be saved and they just seem like, oh, they are too far gone. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. He is. Made the heavens and the earth by his outstretched arm and his power. Nothing is too hard. No one is too hard for the Lord to save. No one is too hard for the Lord to change. Nothing is too hard for him to do. No need is too large for the Lord to supply. So don't give up. Don't stop asking. Don't stop seeking. This is another one of my favorite scriptures. Psalm 126, 5 and 6. Those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. He who goes out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. Often in this life we sow in tears. We pray and we see no answers. But God wants us to just keep praying. Someday we'll see, someday we'll reap with shouts of joy. It might even be in heaven. Like I said earlier, there are there are just some things I don't understand why certain prayers I've prayed and prayed and haven't been answered, but I believe that someday. Jesus, as he promises in the book of Revelation, he will wipe away every tear from our eyes. Those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. There are are things that I am sowing in tears at times. In my prayers. And I haven't reaped yet. But I believe the Lord's word. I have, I have no hope if I don't believe God's word. I'm like Peter. When Jesus said, Are you two are you disciples also going to leave me? Peter said, Where else could we go, Lord? You have the words of eternal life. I have to believe God's word. And I, I do have good news that there have been times I have reaped with shouts of joy after praying a long time about a situation. There are still situations that just weigh on my heart and I'm still, I've got to just keep sowing. God promises that if we sow and sow and sow and sow, eventually we'll reap. You know, when farmers sow seeds, they are sowing In hopes and expectation that they will see a harvest months from then. You know, uh, uh, you don't see farmers, they don't sow seeds and then the next day come out to the field and dig them up and say, Have they started yet? Have they produced fruit yet? No. Sowing takes time and waiting before the harvest. And God wants to encourage you today sow as many seeds as you can. Pray for as many things as you can. Eventually, there will be a harvest. In this life or the next, you'll see it. So, so we've got to keep sowing, just like a farmer would just go out to the field, sow those seeds every day. Sow those seeds every day. Don't see the harvest yet, keep sowing. You will see a harvest. You will reap. With shouts, you shall come home with shouts of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. You know, one of the most influential Christian writers in the Western church was Augustine, or Augustine, however you say it. But Augustine, when he was young, he ignored his mother's warnings against youthful lusts. He pursued a life of self-gratification and immorality. He lived with a woman who was not his wife and fathered a child. He joined a cult. His mother, whose name was Monica, didn't have the words to convince her son that Christianity was true. But Monica was determined to never stop praying for Augustine. She prayed and she wept. She prayed and she wept. And Augustine, later in his life, said this about his mom. He said this, this is a quote, he was talking to the Lord. He said, you sent down your help from above. And you rescued my soul from the depths of this darkness, because my mother, your faithful servant, wept to you for me, shedding more tears for my spiritual death than mother than other mothers shed for the bodily death of a son. Augustine had no doubt that his salvation was because of his mother his mother Monica's prayers. Monica died in the year 387 at the age of 56, and when she died, she was a happy woman because she had seen her prayers answered, and both her unbelieving husband and her son had become believers. And Augustine was only... 33 years old at the time of his mother's death. And after that, he served the Lord for many, 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 many years and bore much fruit for God. I can't imagine the sadness and grief that Monica must have felt as she was praying for her son when he was rejecting the Lord, living in immorality. But she kept on praying. She kept on knocking. She kept on asking. So if you're if you're discouraged because of your children or grandchildren, whatever, if you're discouraged, don't stop praying for them. Don't stop. Galatians 6 9 says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season. In due season, we will reap if we do not give up. That's not only talking about prayer. That's not specifically talking about prayer. That's talking about doing good as a believer, doing good for Jesus, doing good deeds, and serving others. And, he's, and at times we can feel discouraged because why am I serving? Why am I doing this? Nothing is happening. But, and that applies to prayer as well. In due season, we will reap if we do not give up. You know, we should not give up because the Bible says our prayers have great power. James 5.16 says, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another, That you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. I don't know about you, but when I'm praying, my prayers don't feel like they have great power. (laughs) I, I don't feel like I'm some powerful prayer warrior who is shaking the heavens. I usually feel like my prayers go about up to the ceiling and maybe come down again. But I have to believe God's Word, that my prayers have great power as they're working. He doesn't say, pray for one another. The prayer of a righteous person feels like it has great power as it's working. It just says it has great power whether you feel like it or not. Don't quit. Hebrews 11:6 says, And without faith it is impossible to please Him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who seek Him. He rewards those who seek Him. He rewards us when we pray by answering our prayers. His timing, the way he answers them sometimes might not be the way I would think they'd be answered. But I have to believe that God will answer all my prayers in the best way possible in His perfect timing. I I don't know why God doesn't answer every prayer, but I'm going to keep praying. I'm praying for different things in my family. Haven't seen God answer yet. I have to believe His promises. Have to keep trusting His word. Where can I go, Lord? You have the words of eternal life. If you say it, I believe it. I love Psalm 34. It says, "I sought the Lord. I sought the Lord, and He answered me. And delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. And then a little later in Psalm 34, it says, When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. See, we we will have fears. He says, the Lord delivered me from all my fears. We will have troubles. It says, this poor man cried, the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. We will go through troubles says when the righteous cry for help the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit there'll be times we will be brokenhearted but the Lord will save us the Lord will deliver us the Lord will help us so cast all your cares when you're going through troubles Cast your cares upon the Lord. This world, we live in a fallen world. We will go through times of trouble, but we have a helper. The God of the universe, the King of kings and Lord of lords, will help us and counsel us and speak to us and save us and deliver us out of all our troubles. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. All. I never want to forget, and I pray that none of you will ever forget, that we serve a God who has abundance, abundant goodness stored up for us. A God who says... If earthly fathers who are sinners love to bless their children, how much more do I want to bless you? We we serve a God who is generous, lavish, loves to bless His children. He wants us to cast all our anxieties on Him. So I I just pray that this would encourage you this morning Those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. He who goes out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. Someday, I believe at times in this life, we'll shout for joy. We will shout for joy in this life, and we're going to shout for joy in heaven. I... I can't wait till we're in heaven shouting for joy together at how God has blessed us and answered our prayers. That, what a day that will be. So, I'd like to just, let's pray. Let's have the worship team come up as we pray. And afterwards, we'll have a prayer team here and they would love to pray with you Let's stand and pray together. Father, thank you. Thank you that you are a generous, loving, faithful God. Lord, thank you that you even invented the principle of sowing and reaping, that when we sow a tiny seed, we reap a large plant. You you have shown us that in the world and we... We just thank you that we will reap in ways that we can't even imagine for our seeds of prayer. Thank you, Lord. Just ask, Lord, that you would encourage each and every person in here. And Lord, for those in here who may not know you yet, Jesus, please grant saving faith to everyone in this room. Lord, we just we pray, Lord, we, we believe that you, you, you became a man. We believe that You lived a life of perfect obedience to Your Father. You never sinned. We believe that You died on the cross to pay for our sins so that You could save us. And we believe that You rose from the dead and we believe that You are Lord of Lords in heaven and that You hear our prayers. And so we, we ask you, Lord, to save anyone in this room who doesn't know you yet, who hasn't called upon you. And I just encourage any of you, Jesus wants to save you and to forgive all your sins. That, that's the best prayer you can pray, is Jesus, save me. Lord, we just pray for those who are anxious, those who are in stressful situations, that you would just meet their needs. We pray, Lord, you would save every child of, and every grandchild and every descendant of every family in this church until you return, Jesus. We ask you to do that for your glory. And we just ask you, Lord, to please keep encouraging us every day not to give up, but to keep seeking you and casting our cares on you. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.